to Totalus Rankium. This week, Steven. Hello and welcome to Roman Emperor's Totalus Rankium. I am Jamie. And I'm Rob, ranking all of the emperors from Augustus to Constantine 11. And this is episode 126, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you've rushed ahead. I haven't even got my notes open, Jamie. I'm you've sorry. Just, you've just gone for it. I'm, I'm very excited at the moment, Rob. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Um, because we've got whiskey out of Canada's again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of whiskey coming our way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you probably didn't tune in for that. No. Probably didn't tune in at all. It'd be weird if you did. So yeah, here we are, Stephen. And that's right, we're doing an episode on him. Yay. Because I wasn't going to, but after the last episode, threw it out to you, the listener. Well, I remember, I think it was Scott said on, on the comments, just saying, yes, you should do it. It'd be hilarious. Would that, that kind of sway me? It's like, how much does he add to the story? Not much. Ooh, but... He is pathetically bad, so... There you go. And, I, I mean, we got a lot out of Quintilus. Well, we did. So... <laughs> the guy that killed himself, was it Trajan? Or Tra- uh, Aurelian. Aurelian, that was I it. mean, come on. Top scorer of the first series, second yeah. top in total. I mean, you, I'd be tempted to kill myself if I knew that <laughs> well, Aurelian was coming along. Yeah. Yeah. But let's see if Stephen, right, let's see if he can beat Quintilus, shall we? Uh. Yes. Although right. I have got to ask, so I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Stephen with a V or Stephen with a PH? Stephen with a PH. Okay. Step hen. Step hen. 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 S- step hen. Yes. Step hen. Okay, let's let's do this then. Are we ready? Episode one two six. Stephen, here we go. Strapping in. Right, buckled. Good. Stephen was the second son of Romanos and his wife Theodora. Oh. His older brother was Christopher, if you remember. Yeah. And Stephen soon had a couple of younger brothers as well. Other Constantine, who we will call Other Constantine, so he's not confused with Constantine Seven. Right. Yeah. And Theophylact, who becomes the patriarch, if you remember. Yes. Yes. Yes, I remember that. So, Romanos and Theodora, four boys. Yeah, that's a lot of boys. Yeah. Christopher, yeah. Stephen, Other Constantine, Theophylact. And there were some girls as well, including Helena. Helena. Yeah, she becomes important later on. There were other girls, but we don't have much records on them because the misogyny of the Romans. Of course. Yeah. So is this a new dynasty then? Well, it... Or is that too much of a grandiose word? But it, it, that was the plan. Right. Uh, and you'll see why it's not. Well, it's all... Oh, okay. In this episode. <laughs> Right, so, all of these children would have been born as Romanos was rising through the ranks, fighting lions, leading the navy, arguing with people about crossing the Danube. Leading the lions? Fighting the lions. Fighting, oh yes! Did I say leading the lions? I don't know. Oh, well, (laughs) if I did, no. And if I didn't, you miss it. Yes, because he, uh, a wild lion, and he, he killed it. He threw his cloak at it. That was it. Ran behind it, and then shoved a spear where the sun don't shine. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Ooh. he did. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. He should have got Gen Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> so, um, whilst he was impaling the lion with his spear, he was also merrily making children. Hmm. Uh, apart from that, though, we don't really know anything about Stephen's childhood 
at all. Okay, I'm guessing he's brought up well, well educated. Yeah, yeah. A lot of time to play, bit of responsibility as well. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, remember, Romanos was the son of a peasant boy. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, this isn't an old established family. But yeah. by the time Stephen was born, Theophylact the Unbearable, if you remember, that was uh, the father's <laughs> yeah. name. And then Stephen would have raised in society. So, yeah, uh, Stephen edu- would have been educated. Uh, we know that when Romanos won the faction war and became the power behind the throne, Stephen's sister, Helena, was married to the boy emperor, Constantine VII. Yeah. The Purple Born. So Stephen's now officially the brother-in-law to the emperor. That's a good position to be in. Yeah. Shortly after this, Romanos declared himself co-emperor and then senior emperor in 1919. I remember that. No, no, that's the wrong date. (laughs) No, uh, further back, 919. Hmm. Yes. And then, again, as we've seen, Christopher was made co-emperor in 921. Constantine VII must be really annoyed at all this. Well, we're about to do his episode. Yeah. Uh, So we'll find out. In about three minutes. But yes, he's he's not happy. (laughs) But we'll go into that when we do his episode. Right. Romanos, however, never does anything by halves. Uh, He really wanted to make sure that this family, his family, would become the new dynasty. So just to make really sure, Stephen and other Constantine became co-emperors as well in 924. Hmm. So there you go, Stephen, co-emperor. Good, good rising. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Uh, Throughout all of this, we get next to no detail on either of these brothers. They're just in the background. Uh, It's really hard to build a picture of them. I tried. I'll try to look for little (laughs) stories. There's just nothing there. Yeah. However, when in 933, older brother Christopher suddenly dies, Stephen is now the eldest son of Romanos. And therefore, presumably he would have started thinking that he was surely the heir. Well, you would, wouldn't you? You would. I mean, there's how it works. Brother-in-law Constantine Seven, mm. technically, but he's brother-in-law. He's not like it's not blood. It's not blood. Yeah, yeah. And even if he was emperor first, I mean, come on. Constantine Seven's above him in the pecking order officially, yeah. according to some sources. That is debated, but Stephen certainly has his reasons to believe that the crown would be his one day, and he will become the sole emperor, or at least the head emperor. Is that because his dad told him that? Uh. We can't be sure, uh, but we get the feeling that if that's how it started off, it soon deteriorates. Okay. Yeah. But in the meantime, I, it helped that shortly after his brother's death, for example, that um, Stephen gets married to a daughter of a prominent family, hmm. uh, a woman named Anna. And Anna was declared Augusta. Okay. Because uh, Theodora... Romanos's wife died really soon into the reign. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they needed a woman in the role of Augusta. So there you go. New You'll wife do. is Augusta. So, I mean, Stephen's got to be thinking he's he's next in line here. Oh, yeah. His wife's the Augusta. The writing is pretty much on the wall. Yeah. It's his writing and he wrote on the wall. Yeah. I'm going to be heir. Ha, ha, ha. It's also around this time that his youngest brother, Theophylact, becomes the patriarch. Remember the horse-obsessed one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stephen then seems to do nothing for ten years. Or at least nothing is reported. Well, that's what happens when you're born into money. Just, like, chill out every day. We know one thing he did, because him and Anna have at least one son during this time. So there's at least one thing. At least one thing was done in that ten years. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So, there we go. All right. Yeah. It's a good ten years. (laughs) Good ten years. <laughs> he started Italian everything. <laughs> One. <laughs> uh, 
Um, uh, yeah, but again, unfortunately, very few details. But I mean, I'm guessing he was just living the high life in the palace, attending the games. Um, Hosting parties. Yeah, ceremonies. Drinking. Uh, minor uh, things of importance, like uh, overseeing meetings and maybe seeing lesser envoys who aren't seeing his dad. Things like that. Checking the greyness of the roads. Yeah, yeah. They weren't really famous for their straight roads at this point, were they? The Romans. I don't, don't know. No, we've just... not heard much about their roads in this time. No. But the walls are there, so they need to be checked. Well, the greyness of those, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That was his job. Exciting. Uh, yeah. And then he becomes older. You see, I'm really trying to eke this out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, is, this is going well. Yeah. Uh, as does Romanos. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyone else get older in that time? Quite a few. Do you want me to list them? <laughs> yeah. um, Actually, all that was me misreading my notes. Uh, I was meant to just say Romanos became older and became more frail. Uh, I tried to hide it. Did I succeed? You succeeded, yeah. yeah. No, I'm glad. Um, Anyway, as Romanos became older and more frail, talk of succession started to be discussed more and more, understandably. And in this time, the palace starts to uh, split. Literally. Uh, Earthquake! (laughs) Oh my God, there's an earthquake. No, no, not like that. Um, If we uh, can believe one source, the sprawling mass of buildings, remember, is the palace complex. It's not one building. Uh, and it's effectively been cut into four. Right. You've got Romanos in the the biggest section. Yeah. Then you've got Stephen and his little brother, other Constantine. And then we've got Constantine Seven. Yeah. But it, it's not just factions starting to appear. It, it's fully entrenched, living separately in the palace. Okay. Interesting. They, they had their own territory. It was almost like, uh, yeah. So <laughs> imagine um, Stephen trying to get into the other one, like. What's the password? <laughs> um, no doors or anything. It was just Jeff stood on a line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying to keep everyone from going to places. Because all the servants were still carrying things around. <laughs> He's trying to stop them all. Yeah, a paper drag of Jeff in oh, the middle. Oh, fantastic. And he just lets people through. So what's the password? He can remember. No, no. Because everyone's got a different password. So it's just like, yeah. That will do. That will do. He just waves them on. Yeah, so an odd uh, atmosphere in the palace, I imagine. Yeah. And this is only going to lead to tensions as the factions became more separate, especially as Romanos is getting old and frail. Yeah. Yeah, the, the three younger emperors start looking at each other in a kind of... I Oh, it's like a Mexican standoff. Yeah, what, what's going to happen here? But then one day, a friend of Stephen, this is a man named... Petinos. Petinos. Yes. Remember Petinos? He comes up a couple of times in our okay. story, this episode and the next one. Anyway, Petinos, uh, one of Stephen's friends, uh, goes up to Stephen and he spoke to him about what they'd been dancing around for quite a while. I quote Oh, Emperor, why do you, who are in the vigor of youth, distinguished by the fervor of your soul and the power of your intellect, why do you only observe and not react to the fact that affairs of state are hanging by a thin, antiquated thread near breaking point? That's a very long sentence, Bettinos. Um, yeah. What are you talking about? Romanos. I'm talking about Romanos, <laughs> your father. Right? Yeah, power. Come on. Yeah, he's weak. What are you going to do about it? But I I continue because he carried on saying, Oh, God. Just to make it clear, why do you not rise up against your father? Get rid of him as an obstacle to your own noble aspirations and take the administration into your own hands. You who are capable of governing not only the Roman Empire, but many of us too. Come now, accept my beneficial advice. Rise up 
and take controls of affairs of state, contrived to put Roman fortunes back on an upward course, and to abase those of the enemies. Demonstrate by actual deeds that it was not in vain or for nothing that your youth and the other spiritual advantages were given to you by God. Basically, commit treason. Yeah. It's like, come on, go for it. Go on, go on. You're the oldest natural-born son. It's it's yours. All you need to do is reach out and take it. This sounds like a very late-night whiskey conversation. <laughs> it probably was. Cool, you, you could do it. Well, Stephen had been thinking along these lines for quite some time, uh, but didn't want to be the first to move. No. However, Patinos then went on. You will have your brother-in-law, the Purple-born, to fight with you and aid you in this undertaking. He who ardently prays and beseeches God to be rid of the heavy burden of your father and to see the empire governed by you. So go on, you got us, or no help you. I promise. Well, yeah, what this is, is Patinos saying, look, I've been contacted by some people in Constantine Seventh's faction, and they're willing to get behind you if you make the move. Ooh. So if you're worried about making a move and it, it firing back on you, actually, it's like you and your brother-in-law, he's on board. Yeah. He'll happily see you as emperor. This sounds remarkably like a massive setup. Interesting you should say this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, to Stephen... This changes things. I mean, that's him and one of the others. Yeah. But it would be better if he had his actual brother on board. Yeah. So he approached his little brother and just said, maybe we could work together to get rid of our father. Oh. Now, Stephen and other Constantine both had reason to believe that Romanos was going to pass them over in yeah. succession. I mean, Stephen's wife had been made Augusta. That was good. But that was quite some time ago now. Yeah. And recently, Romanos was making noises about marrying off little Romanos too. That is Constantine Seven's son. Right, okay. Who's a child at this point. Ah. Uh, Romanos is thinking of marrying little Romanos too to the daughter of the prominent general, John Caucus. The guy who's over oh. in the east yeah, yeah. winning all the battles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that doesn't look good, thinks no. Stephen and other Constantine. Why is he doing that if... If I'm going to be the next yeah. emperor, then why? Why no, no, no not like this, no. Yeah. So Stephen points this out to his brother, other Constantine. However, other Constantine was not so convinced. He told Stephen that Constantine Seven, the Purple Born, could not be trusted. Constantine Seven had no reason to help their family, so Stephen should just remain loyal. Don't do this, Stephen. Yeah, blood is thicker than water. Yeah. Any of the cliched sentences he could think of. Exactly. However, Stephen wasn't convinced. He, he was thinking he should go for this. Agreed. So he started, with the help of Petinos, of course, gathering together prominent men around him whose support he felt he could rely on. Whispers in corridors, back rooms. Kill. Things are moving slowly, but they are moving. Stephen's starting to get some support in his direction. Enough that other Constantine, his brother, starts to go, okay, maybe. Mm. Maybe I could get on board with this. He's very worried about John Caucus becoming too powerful. Because he can fight, and he's good at fighting. Yeah, exactly. So the two work together, and they actually convince their father to call off the marriage. Huh. Yeah. I wonder how they did that. Uh, it's not clear. There's some suggestion that Romanos is getting weak at this point. He's getting ill. So, <laughs> What's that, father? Oh, you don't want John Caucus to be... Oh, did you hear that, everyone? 
Yes, possibly yeah. something like okay. that. Uh, we're not really sure. Maybe they just bullied him. But <laughs> So uh, that marriage was off. However, if they were pleased with themselves, it didn't last long, uh, because it was soon announced that little Romanos was now going to marry the daughter of the King of Arles instead. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. That's that's a very airy thing to do. Yeah. This this seemed a lot like a succession plan to Stephen, so he carries on with his plot. And then came the rumour that Romanos had written a will, Ooh. leaving the Empire to Constantine VII. Ah, balls. Yeah. But th- this was enough for Stephen to now persuade his little brother to get fully on board. Yeah. So the two of them decide to act. And their plan is simple. They pull out the board, they start drawing on it. What shall we do with Dad? Stabby, stabby. Not stabby, stabby. Oh, blowy, blowy. Explosion. (laughs) No, no, they don't blow him up. No, you've clearly forgotten the end of last episode. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Poison. No, they don't poison him. Uh, The plan is... Push him over a deer. Oh, no, he survives, isn't he? Yeah. He gets monked or something, he goes away, he retires. Yeah. The idea is, I, he's already ill, he's bedridden, yeah. so this is going to be fairly easy. They'll wait until the palace is open during the day, Yeah. because uh, the palace was opened up to the public uh, hmm. most of the day. People could go in and conduct their business, with the huge bureaucracy that was in the later Roman Empire. Yeah. Anyway, so the doors were open, it was fairly easy to get people in and out the palace. Yeah. yeah. So, they spent the day smuggling men in, and then... All the men would hide somewhere, maybe in a cupboard or something. And then the palace gates got closed and everyone was chucked out. Hmm. But not in that order. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I keep hitting the gate. (laughs) Throwing people against the closed (laughs) gates. Clang, clang. Yeah. Anyway, then night falls. Romanos uh, goes to bed, or is still in bed anyway, because remember, he's ill. And then, if you're looking at those... uh, cupboards that all the men were hidden in and the envelopes uh, yes hidden in envelopes uh they all creep out of their hiding places (laughs) (laughs) then one of them spins around knocks over a a vase on it he grabs it in a hilarious way, and then he, you know, falls out of his hand again, and someone else grabs it. It's it's hilarious. It's really good. Full stuff. on slapstick stuff. It's fantastic. Uh, so they do that for a bit until eventually they get to Romanos's room. At that point, they grab hold of him, pull him through the palace down to the personal docks of the emperor, which was within the palace complex. Hmm. They put him on a boat and they sail him to the prince's islands. That was the it. Isle of Prout. If you're being particular, which one? Yeah, he's monked. He's put in a monastery on the little island that's not far from Constantinople. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Job done. Pretty good coup. You'd think people have a problem with that, though. Yeah. Like, where's the emperor gone? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was that. Um, Yeah. Oh, oh, I've missed out a quote. Uh, They sent him to love wisdom on a nearby island. That sounds like a dodgy book he'd buy, like a self-help it does. <laughs> Lover's guide kind of thing. Uh, it's the first time I've come across it, but apparently uh, a, a common phrase for monking was sending someone to love wisdom. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is quite nice. I've got a really seedy thing in my head now. <laughs> yes. So anyway, Romanos is now on Prince's Island. Loving wisdom. Loving wisdom, he is. Uh, yeah, anyway, this this plan works without a hitch. It's fantastic. Before anyone knows what's going on, Romanos was gone, and Stephen... Other Constantine and Constantine Seven then all attempt to take control of the situation. 
Three, two, one, go! They're running to the throne like a race down the corridor. <laughs> That's how you'd solve it, though. So I'd put them at the one end. Thrones there, first one there, Emperor. That could have worked quite well. I mean, let's think about this. You've got other Constantine. He's arguably in the weakest position. He's the youngest. He's the youngest. He doesn't That's really what he didn't say, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you've got um, Constantine Seven. Now, he was Emperor first. Yes. Uh, he, But he has been all but deposed. Yes. Uh, he's done nothing in the last couple of decades. Yeah. Uh, That's quite old then. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He's not little Constantine Seven right. anymore. Uh, Stephen is the eldest son of Romanos. I mean, he's got a fairly strong claim, but he's not the actual emperor in the same way that Constantine yeah. Seven is. So you can see there's going to be some problems here. And Stephen very quickly realises that he's misjudged something. Because Constantine Seven, although not doing much in his life whatsoever, he was apparently well-loved by the people. Nah. And many in the city started to fear that Constantine Seven had been killed. A large protest gathered outside the palace. Rawr. Stephen, worried at this point, ordered Constantine to show himself to the crowd in an attempt to like placate them. Look, he's not dead, he's here. How's he going to play this? Is he going to go, I'm here, by the way, they're trying to take the throne that should be mine. Well, I quote. Or is he going to go, I'm not going out to let them think I'm dead, let them storm the palace. I quote. Or, I'm joking. <laughs> he showed his head, with his hair hanging down through the gates, from that side which the immense polo stadium could be seen. Yeah, this he's over the main gates. Yeah, uh, okay. You remember where the big depiction of Christ is? Oh, the big stat uh, they keep taking down and putting yeah, back up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the chalky, chalky or chalk, I don't know how to yeah. pronounce it. I keep meaning to look it up. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> the main gates. Uh, yeah, he just pokes his head out the window, basically, and Hello. says, <laughs> I'm fine, I'm still alive, everyone. Uh, you can go home now, uh, which they do. They see him, and they okay. see he's alive, so they all go home. Stephen and other Constantine, however, fumed. They were not happy at all. They noted with a feeling of unease how quickly the crowd had responded to Constantine. Mm. He said, Cooey, I'm here, it's fine, go home. And they all went, okay, sire. And they left. Yes, your emperor. Yeah. Or casting a sideways look at <laughs> Stephen. Well, I quote here, What was the use if after ridding ourselves of our father, we must now put up with another lord, one who's not even our father? Because he might not be that kind. Well, I mean, they want the power, and they don't want Constantine to have it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the two start plotting once more. They will the blackboard out again, and they just uh, put a big tick next to the last plan, because it seemed to work quite well. Yeah. They amend it slightly, though. Um, stabby, stabby. Yeah, yeah, you've got it. Yeah. Oh, okay. They start smuggling in armed men once more, just, <laughs> just like before, during the day. They go and hide in their wardrobes again, just as before. One had left a book there, just carried yeah, on reading yeah. it. I mean, it's right become routine, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clocking in as they walk. <laughs> yeah, the plan's really simple. They were going to wait until a formal dinner, due in a, a couple of days' time. And once Constantine Seven had entered the room and was about to sit down, one of the men who was on guard would strike their shield with their sword or their spear. Bang. Yeah. This was the signal. The hidden men would then rush into the room and stabby stabby. Constantine dead. How they were going to explain this, no idea. We'll do, I'm sure we'll be fine. <laughs> so the plan was put into motion and the day arrived. Oh, did they get like traps in their cupboards? <laughs> They've locked it, no! We'll get to that. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so, other Constantine and Stephen entered the room first, knowing that 
in a couple of rooms, small rooms just off the main room they were in, yeah. uh, laying in wait were their armed men. Hmm. Then Constantine enters the room. He walks to his chair. And just then, one of the guards, just as planned, strikes his shield. Bang! Yep, that's the signal. Now, as far as I can tell, although the source is not particularly clear here, it would appear a couple of things happened at once. Brilliant. First of all, Stephen would have noticed that the door that he was expecting his men to rush through was still closed. I mean, the handle was moving. <laughs> uh, but the door, which was never locked. So, I mean, no one checked. It's just a door. Why would it be locked? Uh, it was locked. Yeah. Yeah. The next thing he would have noticed was that another door had flung open. And, oh, there's the armed... Oh, they're not my armed men. <laughs> yeah. They were, in fact, some of Constantine Seven's men, and they, and I'll quote here, unexpectedly sallied forth. <laughs> I imagine that is a very jolly way of walking. Yeah, I think so. I think they <laughs> skipped him. Kiwi! <laughs> <laughs> and they surrounded Stephen and his brother. So sorry. <laughs> the two were rushed down to the docks at Sword Point, and guess where they go? Prince's Island. Isle of Princes. And who's there? Oh, dear. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> this is the best part of the whole story because Daddy's uh, back <laughs> After a miserable few hours, a beaten and shaved Stephen found himself on the same island that he had sent his father to just a couple of weeks before. Imagine Dad standing there with a with a slipper in his hand. He was stood there waiting to greet them. Fantastic. And we suddenly get a bit of detail. Ooh. I will quote Romanos, although this is debatable whether this really happened, but damn it, it did. <laughs> he met them, and what do you think his expression was? Um, I think cool and calm. Big grin. Oh. Yeah? What a holiday it is that brought your imperial highnesses to visit me in my humble condition. I imagine the same love that expelled me from the palace did not allow you, my sons, to stay there for long. Oh, well done that you sent me ahead a little time before you. My fellow brothers and monks, minding only a love for wisdom, might not have known how emperors are welcomed had they not have had me here beforehand, weaker but wearing the robes of an emperor. Now, here's some boiled water, and here are some broad beans for dessert, and fresh leeks. Here, seafood delicacies do not cause you any discomfort, but instead, continuous fasts do. Our modestly positioned south does not receive such a great horde of visitors here. It only welcomes your majesties, who came lest you desert your father in his old age. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Hello, sons. <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> you absolute beep. Yeah, I, I, I just, I really hope that's true. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> the, the quote goes on to say that, that the brothers literally are just hanging their heads in shame as Romanos leads them to the monastery, <laughs> still berating them as they go <laughs> into your room. <laughs> On 12 Hail Marys by lunch. Yeah, you can only imagine it was very awkward for a while. The two brothers would have been very relieved, therefore, when they found out shortly afterwards that they were going to be separated from each other. <laughs> other Constantine never accepted his fate, and he attempted to escape his exile a couple of times. 
Two years after the uh, original coup, other Constantine killed one of his guards in an attempt to escape and was cut down by the rest of the guards. Ah, fair enough. Uh, Stephen, however, lasts another 19 years. Oh, wow. Exiled on the Isle of Lesbos. Oh, yes. He must have been grinning ear to ear. <laughs> But then uh, that quickly sank when he got there. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> not, not what I expected. <laughs> we know nothing else about him. That is it. Oh, he could still be there now to this very day. <laughs> he could. Well, that whimpered out, didn't it? It did. Well, he didn't even raise up to a whimper. It wasn't worthy of a whimper. It really wasn't. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, it's got the brilliant part of the fact that he's exiled to the same island as his father. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, that, that's nice. And also the, the coup failing with the door rattling. That was yeah, quite yeah. good. Uh, yeah. There's a couple of nice little details in yeah, there. A few nice touches. Uh, but you can see why originally I wasn't going to bother giving him an episode. But yeah. as many people pointed out, surely we've got to rank that. So oh, let's yeah. do it. Fightius Maximus. I fear this will be fast. Fightius Maximus. Zero. Well, no. I mean, he did nothing. Literally yeah. nothing. Next. Aprovium Crazium. You could argue that cooing his own father... Deserves some points. I think it does. Yeah. In quite a nice way. Which is a shame because as much as I'd like him to get the same as yeah. Quintilus. Oh, he wouldn't even for Rain, would he? We'll get we'll to discuss that. that yeah. There was a very good chance he would have equaled Quintilus's score. Okay. It all depends whether we give him some points in I, this round. I, I think he deserves at least one. I think exiling your own father. I mean, convinced to do it. That's, a, yeah. that's some opprobrium right there. Yeah, no, he, he deserves points for it. He does, which is a shame because I want it to be yeah. hilariously low. But, I mean... I, th- I think I'm going to give him two for that. That's pretty ballsy. Yeah, no, I'm going to give him three, I think. Right. Cooing your own father. That's pretty good. Okay, five. Well well done, Stephen. You've actually got some points. <laughs> However... Success ultimate. Well... Oh, I'm, zero. I mean, I'm tempted to take those five back <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, this is clearly zero. Yeah. yeah. Next. Image of This is where, had he not have scored a program crazy in points, this would have swung it. Because Quintilus, in retrospect, his, his coin was actually pretty good. Mm. Stephen doesn't have one. Uh, oh. Or at least not one that I could definitely say was definitely Stephen. There were some coins where there were was Romanos and some others, but I assume that was Constantine Seven yeah. and Christopher. There is one coin, it's the same one I showed you last week of Romanos, with the one side Romanos really small, mm. but the other side of the coin just has a list of names of the other emperors. So we've got the name Stephen on a coin. Um, It's got to be a zero, then. It's got to be a zero. Uh, That's a first. No, it's not. Oh, isn't it? We we gave Quintilus a zero just because th- we thought he was so pathetic he deserved to score next to nothing. Oh, yeah, fair uh, enough. So, um, but in retrospect, his coin was pretty good. And if we went back, he'd actually be scoring some points in mm. Image Facius. But, oh, well, what's done is done. Yeah. Oh, well. Finally. Temple completed. It, it's just not clear. I've seen um, one source say 40 days, but it's always suspicious when 40 days comes up. Yeah. Um, uh, it appears to be no more than that, I'd argue. Well, that's very short, then. Yeah, I'd argue maybe it's a couple of weeks. From deposing Romanos to being deposed, yeah. we are talking in days rather than anything else. Oh, so, I, was, I thought I'd have like a year or two. Oh, no, no, no. This, oh, gosh. This is rapid. Yeah. Wow. You could argue he was co-emperor for a long time, but since he did nothing, I'm not counting that. Right. Um, anyway, it's so small, he definitely scores 0.01. Yes. Yeah. Which okay. makes me really want to take those other points off him, so he's yeah. just got a pathetic 0.01. <laughs> 
but I don't think we could. He cooed his own yeah. father, yeah. and Quintilus didn't do that. So, no. yeah. So actually, um, do you, do you me, hang on. Let me. Do you want me to add up the scores? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Okay. Square root of sixty-two, and then times around, and there's a five point zero one. Five point zero one. I had to use a calculator. That's okay. No one's judging. Right. Last question, though. Do they have a certain Genesisar? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's just discuss it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 So there we go. That is Stephen. We're not doing other Constantine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but let's okay. Well, let's just do it now. Okay, um, because his that's, episode that story would be more insane. pathetic. It's that story, but more pathetic. And he didn't plan the coup, so he gets nothing. Zero, 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 zero point zero one. There you okay, go. There you go. <laughs> but I, I don't, he's not going to count. He's not going to go on my no. list. He's not going to get a card because Stephen was technically in charge. Right. It was debated, and that's why I wasn't going to do it to begin with. But you could argue relatively successfully for a brief period, Stephen was in charge. I don't think you could argue that with other Constantine. No, he was, He was. to be quite blunt, he was Stephen's female dog. <laughs> well, actually, no, according to the sources, other Constantine was the far more capable of the two. Right. Uh, Stephen was just sort of flighty, uh, okay. and that's why he decides to go off and do the coup. Whereas other Constantine, remember, was uh, expressing caution. Yeah. Okay. But we'll see more of that in the yeah. next episode. Okay. All right. Right. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Uh, thank you for downloading some Pobby Stitcher, and thank you for following us on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, thank you for leaving reviews as well. Great. Okay. Thank you very much for listening. Then until next time. Cooey. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Reporting, sir. Ah, hello. Hello, and your name is... Randy. Ah, and Randy. And uh, and you are here for... The, the coup. Ah, yes, the weekly coup. Yes, got the message. Uh, another coup could do with the overtime. Oh, good, good, yes. It's time and a half this week. Excellent. It's the third time this week, so we thought we'd we'd, we'd do that. Um, so please follow me. Okay. How, how's the weather? Oh, it's raining, raining. Oh, dear. I didn't bring my cagoule. Yeah, you're not, I'm, I'm not hiding outside this week, am I? Uh, no, don't worry. Oh, great. And here we have a selection of cabinets you to hide in. We've got a lovely oaken cabinet here. Oh, I say, this is, this is great. I was, I was stuck under the stairs last week. Well, check, you, like the, you like the exterior. Check the interior. Gilded, <gasps> gilded. Oh, someone's left a book in here. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, we'll have to remove that, unfortunately. Oh. Well, if you're not a fan of that, you can check out this wardrobe. Ebony, ebony made. Very nice, spacious, very spacious. Got yes. a seat there, I see. Yes, you can stand in this one as well if you choose to. Nice, stretch the legs. Unfortunately, there is a lock on the outside. No. Oh. We don't want to be locked in when there's the coup starting. That would be hilariously embarrassing. Yes. Okay, um, so choice so far is wardrobe or cupboard. Or we've got another option for you. Yes. Envelope. Interesting. It's uh, more surreal than I'm used to. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's perfectly fine. All you need to do is fold yourselves into thirds and slide right in. Oh, yeah, no, no, no yes, no, I'm getting it now. Yep, yeah, getting in. Yes. It's snug, but no, I, I like it, I like it. Would you like me to lube you up? I beg your pardon? Do you want me to seal the envelope? Oh, well, I mean, no, it'd be harder for me to get out, wouldn't it? 
Well, I, I wouldn't lick it. I'll just tuck it into the flap. Great. Yeah, that's a good idea. Just talk. Can, can you still breathe? Right, you need to remain very still and flat. Okay, sure. See you next week. See you next week. I start drawing on it. What shall we do with Dad? Stabby, stabby. Not stabby, stabby. Oh, blowy, blowy. Oh, no. <laughs> Please clarify. <laughs> Explosion. Oh, right. <laughs> Not, you know.